More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com NFL. Up, what's up? What's up? Week seven. Wait, Mitch, you were in the chat last night tagging me like I'm still awake at 10 o'clock. Yeah, it was like 8 o'clock. My t- well, like 15 minutes before you were giving me crap over Caleb Williams. Like, I don't even know what he did because he didn't throw for a touchdown. But whatever he did. No, it was, that, was it, was, it was that long pass in the first quarter. It didn't matter what he did against Utah. I have to give you a hard time. I got to rib you a bit. Yeah, it worked out great. I mean, he still never beat Utah in his collegiate career. That's very sad. That's wild. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. I thought it would be kind of fun to go through and this this just came to me so mitch yeah sorry there's no prep time here you. for you bear with me bear with me uh let's see here and i this is what's up on the screen right now is from dynastydaddy.com and it is kind of like a heat map uh, the larger the circle, the more trades recently. I think it's, a, is it a one week running? I think so. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Let's see. I think it's a one week running average, but the bigger the dot, the more trades have been completed. I want to go through some of these players because they're the players that I'm just playing around with these bubbles here. The the players that it, it really does make sense that they're the ones that are moving. You look at Jerome Ford, Alvin Kamara, Gardner Minshew, Adam Thielen. Those are the guys that are producing. Well, Ford, Kamara, Thielen. They're producing. And the value beyond 2023, especially for Ford and Thielen, is yeah. highly questionable. And then you have Gardner Minshew, who's going to be a plug-and-play option here for you throughout the rest of the 2023 season and his value beyond 2023 is exactly what it was coming into this season, Mm -hmm. you know, higher end uh, handcuff quarterback option. If anything were to happen to Anthony Richardson, and then you have Justin Jefferson who obviously on IR right now is that longer. We'll see, like you said in the chat, Mitch, what incentive does he have to come back? Yeah. I, I T Higgins not necessarily producing right now. Uh, you know, so I, w- I wanted to go through this. Kyron Williams dot's going to get a little bit bigger. Are there any names on this list? Even ones that maybe we just mentioned real quick already that kind of stands out to you. Maybe that you're actively going to acquire or, you're pivoting off of, especially if you're not contending, or maybe there's a player. I mean, I moved an Anthony Richardson yesterday. I acquired an Anthony Richardson two days ago on a different team. So maybe there are some players that you're going both ways on. 
Uh, right now, the one that sticks out to me the most on any contending team I have, it's Alan Kamara. I want him on every team and because I think he's a product of David Carr. Did I say David Carr? Derek. Dude, it, it's early. It, it's Wait, early. You it know happens. how, you know how like workplaces, I mean, your, yours probably has this. that has like 50 days since last incident. Yes. Yep. We have one. We should have one. X amount of days since David Carr was mentioned. <laughs> it's been a while, but it, it has happened. been a while. Okay, yeah, Derek yeah. Carr. Derek Carr. Anyways, um, because you look at Josh Jacobs this year, though. We know Derek Carr does not push the ball down the field. He's just, I mean, we all saw that game on Thursday night to where, like, he was just losing his mind over whatever. Um, Chris Olave ran the wrong route, apparently. It's, it's something, but, you know, Carr threw it 40 yards out of bounds, too, but that's cool. Um, but I think Alvin Kamara is a very good running back who fits Carr's skill set so well that I'm willing to go and get him at cost on most rebuilding teams. And I'm thinking cost without even looking up what you're putting down there right now. I think it has to be less. I'm not paying my first, right? I'll save my first for if I'm in need of a quarterback, but I will use like my second and another player to go and get him. We actually made it. Wait, was it you and I that made the trade? Probably. I did in, pick up a Kamara share from you in I Dynasty Kings. Ago. Yeah. And I was it that it was your first for Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. I think. Yeah, I thought there was something else too. Oh, there was Kendrick Bourne. That's right. I was just yep. completely shedding points. Yep, exactly. And I, and at that point, I was and I'm second in that league right now. Mm -hmm. Should be undefeated, but you know we won't be picky. But it's okay. Greg says David and Derek are the same. I think the only differentiating factor is the amount of eyeliner they use. Nah. <laughs> I, I, like it, I, it could be pretty close to the same, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, all right. So I, I think that's a good price point. There are so many running backs right now that I, I don't want to move my 24 first. Uh-huh. And I, I'm getting deja vu. Like, I feel like we've had this exact conversation. Oh, we, oh, we have this talk every year. But there are some that I'm willing to come pretty close to moving that for. I, if I can do 2024 first equivalent or even a little more in some p spots that is not moving my first because we know how quickly things can change. Look at all the injuries. Look at all of the guys that maybe they're not producing the way we would hope right now. And I, I would be... Like we talked about in the chat just before the show, somebody posed a question about Raheem Mostert, and they're eleven and one with a game against the median on a weekly basis, and the it was like twenty four first and twenty four second from a contender for Mostert and Tajay Spears. I'm like, no, yeah. but can I move two mid to late seconds for Mostert? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, Mostert, like he is going to turn to that pumpkin eventually. And we're just waiting for that hammer to drop. But until then, enjoy the ride. There's so many. If you could just package a Jonathan Mingo, right? And something else. Just those kind of wide receivers that we haven't really seen produce yet, but still hold enough value that they are a wanted piece on top of a second. I think that's the proper move to make. But there's going to be a time in three weeks to where we have trade deadlines hitting mm -hmm. and it's going to be like, well, are you going to make a push or not at that point? 
maybe you just try to get something small added on. But at this point in the season, I don't think there's a point in because I do think it's overspending to get a Kamara for a first or Aaron Jones for an earlier first. You know, it's just I don't think I could do it. It's it's going to be something that, you know, we see every year. But you mentioned the trade deadlines approaching. There are going to be so many people that just stay put. Oh, yeah. And in their mind, okay, if things shake out the way I hope, I'll win or make the the championship. And if not, okay, no big deal. Mm -hmm. There are so many managers that don't want to be wrong, but sometimes staying put and just existing is the wrong move to make. Can I ask you a question that doesn't have anything to do with this? Just kind of ran in my head when you were talking. Is it about Christian Kirk, the poster back there? Oh, no, but that is a beautiful poster. Like, somehow, everything else you buy just gets ruined. But Christian Kirk is, like, just the shining star. <laughs> but um, do you think we're done seeing, like, the great orphanings that we've had over the last two to three years? Because you brought up, like, there's a lot of teams who are just willing to sit, right? And I think that happened a lot in the previous couple of years because everyone's like, screw it, I'm going to orphan. I'm hoping that we're kind of past that right now because I have, I'm not really getting the feeling in a lot of my leagues right now that I'm going to have to replace four to five teams. That's a great question. I don't, I don't think we see it to the extent that That's we, my hope. that we previously saw it. But again, I think we're still going to see those people that now are gravitating more towards DFS mm-hmm. and gravitating more towards sports betting. And we, we've talked about that point so many times, but I think those are the types of people they just kind of lose interest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so many players here that we'd be looking. Let me ask you a question. You're contending. You have, let's say you lost Kyron Williams. Okay. Let's say, you know, whatever. You have Quentin Johnston on your team. Would you move him for Raheem Mostert straight up? Yeah, I would. I, I know we need to be more patient with guys like Quentin Johnston, right? But we see a lot of rookies producing early, right? We just do. I think I would move him. And, I mean, I feel really two-faced saying that because I have a Jamison Williams jersey, you know, over this. And I'm like, right. no, no, I'm still willing to hold on. And I know that's the Lions fan in me. But if you're giving me a round late first value, for Quentin Johnston, he's probably not going to be on my team anymore. If I'm competing, if I'm rebuilding, he's actually someone I want on my roster, right? Because he's not scoring any points. He's not scoring any points, and there is potential for him to pop eventually. Yeah. Dude's got 12 targets. Yeah. And I, I was looking at this, though. So Corey asked a question. Hey, quick little breakdown on Quentin Johnston. Mm-hmm. He's got 12 targets, and I might misquote some of these, but only five of them were deemed as catchable. Yeah, because go run down the field. Okay. <laughs> no, but his A dot's only like eleven. <laughs> which doesn't make sense it's to me true. because you think you think of Quentin Johnson, you think, okay, this guy that's just gonna truck down the field and we're gonna launch him the ball. Josh Palmer's A dot was right around 14, 14 and a half. And then you have Quentin Johnson who's down to eleven. And yeah, maybe now asterisk because he's only had twelve targets, that could be one or two that were one yard. Mm-hmm. And then he's going deep on a few others, but I, I don't know, it, especially if I'm contending and I have a Quentin Johnson on my roster, which very well could be the case because maybe I had the 108, 109 last year. I took Quentin Johnston 
and now my team is is ramping up. Mm-hmm. I, I would be looking to pivot off of him. Maybe we can throw a few trades up here, but you brought up Alvin Kamara, and on the screen, just tell me which of these you'd be okay with if you're contending. Would you move your 25 first and Doss no. Mox? No. Uh, let's see. Somebody... Actually, that second trade, I know there's a lot of pieces added, but the Puka, Dalton, Lamar, and Alvin side absolutely smash. I mean, but, uh, it's a me... smash for me. So this is a super, I mean, it says two quarterback, but let's, I think it's probably a super flex. Right. 12 teams, start 10, full PPR, 0.75 tight end premium, Najee Harris, Terry McLaurin, Josh Jacobs, Kyler Murray, couple thirds, 25 second, 24 first for Puka, Schultz, Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry. So Lamar Jackson over Kyler, Terry, and Najee combined. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was looking at it. Puka. And I mean, uh, Henry and Kamara over Jacobs for sure. Yep. Yep. And that gives you Dalton Schultz and Puka for a first and a second, which we could call that even if we want. Yeah. Smash that side. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I was looking at first. I'm like, I don't know. Then I'm like, nope. I like it. All right. See that. I like that trade that you're on right there. Your mouse is just barely over it. Alvin Kamara and Mostert for a first and a second. And you have to assume those are going to be late that's just gonna be my assumption with this okay um that i would be okay because you're getting two starting pieces you're getting at least one running back probably one in your flex which is probably going to help your starting roster that much more uh, like that i'm okay with if i'm moving my first because i think it's putting you in a pretty dominant position does it change the the fact that it's start nine <sighs> little bit but those two are so good they should be in your start nine lineups this is exactly the trade. Take out the third. How in the world does that happen? If you're uh, just listening, if you're not watching on YouTube, it's Wandale Robinson in a 24 second for Alvin Kamara in a 24 third. Any share, I have very few shares of Wandale Robinson, but when he is added to a trade proposal, that trade instantly loses value compared to if he was not included. Mm-hmm. Like Wandale, is, I, I don't know. Nobody wants him. Then there's people that are very vocal about Wondell Robinson still hanging on to that hope. I, I can't get it. Uh, 0.5 tight end premium. Jake Ferguson and Jaden Reed for Alvin Kamara. I think this is another one. This is exactly what we're looking for. Yep. Ty J Spears and Chuba Hubbard for Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Mark Andrews and Alvin Ooh. Kamara for Kyle Pitts wow. in a 24 second. Yeah. And those are all on your teams. Every one of these trades is today. And it's all it's interesting because Alvin Kamara had another fantastic game mm-hmm. here on Thursday. But you, I just I hate negotiating trades whenever you the players locked, essentially. I, I won't. I mean, I'll do it on sleeper because you can actually get the trades done. But on my fantasy league, a lot of my leagues, you can't trade until Tuesday. So I won't even bother sitting an offer until that point. How many times have you yelled at me when I've sent you offers in previous seasons? And you're like, dude, it, it's I we can't do it. We can't accept it. You know, and my biggest reason behind it is you see a lot of I've seen a lot of teams personally do this. And they'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. And then Tuesday comes around and they receive some more information. They're like, oh, wait, never mind. I'm going to go do this. Yep. And there's like nothing in Dynasty that pisses me off more than when someone says I'm good with a trade. And then they back out. Because when they do it, I just stop trading with that person. I'm just done. I think I did that to you once or you, twice. It was a long time ago, though. Eh, 
it's okay. There's there's no statute of limitations here on being a prick. Uh, I I know for for a fact one of them I shopped your offer around. You did, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I listen. I t- and then I I did something with Tim the one time, but in that situation, I think I blasted offers out to several people. I was like, hey, this is where I am. And then something else went through just because I blasted offers out. But for you specifically, I know for a fact I shopped an offer around and uh, felt slimy, but I did it. You did uh, it. Zach Charbonnet in a second for Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Deontay and Alvin Kamara for 25 first and third. I would do that. I think we all need to go out and look for Alvin Kamara if yeah. we are contending. Let's see. Any. Here, just because Kyron was talked about. Mm-hmm. In the chat, I blasted out. I know Kyle's and I were having a good conversation about Kyron Williams yesterday, and I take Kamara off. Good call. Yeah. Let's see. Zach what? Evans is going to take over that backfield after this week. I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Henderson did something because I picked up like 25 <laughs> shares. See, I I didn't pick up any because I'm just hoping Zach Evans is just a thing. Well, I I had a lot of Will Greers to drop. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Uh, Kyron, what, what? Kyron Williams for Tyler Today. Higby and Derrick Henry. What world are we I would, living in here? I, I don't know. Uh, a lot of pieces here. A lot of pieces here. Uh, Kyron Godwin in a second for A-Chan in a third. Dude, I'll be honest. Every, because we get a lot of DMs on the side with people wanting like trade help, right? Devon Achan is so hard. I tell everybody, I'm like, look, I love the guy. But at the same time, we also have to look at he's had like 30 rush attempts and i know he has like 5,000 yards on those 30 rush attempts but he's already injured and that was a worry that we were worried about with his size that maybe he can't hold up and so it's like yes i love him and i love him at his value but i don't know if i could actually tell people yeah go and pay that value out on the open market i i always say like if i were in this situation Mm -hmm. this is what i would be doing personally I, I think that's the, the best way to be transparent when giving our mm-hmm. thoughts because, yeah, yeah, go make that trade. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, but go make it. <laughs> there, there's a lot of times pe- people just want you to listen, and you're like more than happy to help you do whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know, like uh, in Forrest Gump and whenever the, the ping pong table, half of it's up. And oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Somebody's yeah, yeah. playing. Sorry, that took me a second to get there. But you're, you're just hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. We are that part of the table we, that's just up. We are, without a doubt. Yep. And that's okay. I like that's being what, that part of the table. That's why we're here. Uh, Kyron Williams or Ty J. Spears in a 24 second? I'll take Ty J. Spears, I think. I will as well. And actually, I have to. So on my phone, it, it's a pain in the butt to move people around the tiers because I don't copy and paste. I oh, yeah. move and I have to bump Kyron down, but to where like I would still yeah, probably mid mid second. Yeah. I think you just move him down one tier to be honest. Yeah. Honestly, Ramondre do. should be moved right with him too. Ramondre's <sighs> absolutely useless. I know. That offense is freaking. There's a lot of running backs that are just complete crap. And I probably could shift a few of them down even more. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like 
Yeah, I, I, we can get into that later, but yeah, let me 16 to 24 and then 25. To and then just looking at your chairs like someone like AJ Dillon, right? Like, what do you do with a player like that at this point? He's he's hardly even a bye week fill in when Aaron Jones is out. You're hoping for a touchdown, you're hoping for what Craig Reynolds would do if he's playing today, what he could do for you. And you could find that back pretty much anywhere. I know. But there might be a, l- a few people out there that are like, you know what? I want it, but I don't know if you're ever going to get that second value unless it's part of a bigger deal to where it's like, like what the first trade we're talking about was like, oh, Lamar is worth the first and blah, blah, blah. Eight pieces later, you're like, yeah, I could see AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon being in that deal. I tried to acquire him from Lurs for a pair of thirds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Was it a Sunday night or Monday night game that Aaron Jones was rolled out? Not that it yeah. was completely unexpected, but I still had him in a few starting lineups. So I was like, I'll offer a pair of thirds for A.J. Dillon just to get somebody in my lineup. And he didn't go for that. But that's like uh, that late 24-second value, that's my point of indifference, I think. Yeah, same. Uh, so we talked about Kyron Williams moving down a tier. Like, here's my thing with Kyron. There, there is certainly the potential that he comes back after a stint on IR, that backfields his great. I mean, I expect that. Yeah, me too. But what happens in 2024? There's still a lot of free agents that are going to be on the market. We have a lot of running backs that, sure, it's not the high-end guys like a, a – Bijan, obviously, but there's gonna be a lot of guys that can just ruin backfields to an extent. Mm -hmm. And the Rams could certainly be one of those, whether it's a free agent or a draft pick in the mid to late rounds. And I'm just not sold that Kyron Williams is going to be that guy that like his value is predicated on the fact he's getting almost a hundred percent of the touches. Yes. Yep. And if he doesn't, that's going to be a massive hit. You know, and Sean McVay does tend to really favor one running back. Sure. But we've seen him churn through running backs the last two years. I mean, oh, we had Daryl Henderson at one point was that running back. We had Cam Akers was that running back. And now we have Kyron, who's that running back. And I just don't know. I mean, I don't know if Zach Evans is even a decent NFL running back. But there's a chance to where he's good enough to where he ends up taking the spot over Kyron because Kyron can't stay healthy because of the ankle injuries. Yeah. Uh, the comparison of you know Kyron Williams, Jerome Ford, those are always two guys that over I'll the last Jerome several Ford. weeks. I'll, I would take Jerome Ford straight up right now. But his 2024 uh, projection right now as it stands – the the range of outcomes I think is far worse for Jerome Ford than Kyron Williams. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I mean Nick Chubb getting good news early on here in his process, his recovery process. What does that look like for Ford? I, I but I get, for running backs like that, for running backs like Kyron Williams, a month is huge from a production standpoint. Yeah. Over the course of their careers, how many more? Running back two weeks, do we get? I mean, it very well could be Jerome Ford over Kyron Williams at this point. Yeah. And it's not like a, a Pat Fryermuth who is a young tight end. He's on IR. 
his his value really hasn't changed for me because he wasn't producing. Yeah. Go to the running back position. Kyron Williams was producing, but now we we turn and burn to the next one up, and and that's just that's the nature yep. nature of the beast. Uh, Kyron Williams or Raheem Mostert in a twenty five third. That's a smart trade, in my opinion. It's really smart. If you want to stay competing, I don't mind that Mostert trade. Okay. All right. Uh, let's you know, let's pull up Gibbs real quick for me. Very top, middle, 12 o'clock. Okay. Okay. I'll leave that up and then go. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. In my head, I was thinking you could just click on him. And it you might, you might be able to, but I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't yeah, want to ruin the good. mojo here. Here we go. Here's some Gibbs trades. Hmm. Jameer Gibbs, Sam Howe, and a 25 first. <laughs> or what? I know. <laughs> or Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, I guess I'll take Trevor Lawrence on that one, I suppose. All right. Well, we can skip over that. that yeah. What? All right. This one's a little more reasonable. CD like Lamb. both of those, yeah. Or Marvin Mims, Jameer Gibbs, and a 24 first in a Superflex, start 10, half PPR. 12 team. I think I'm taking Gibbs there, just because of the first. I they they have everything as a mid first. If that were a late first, yeah, makes it closer. But yeah, and then the half PPR. Mm-hmm. I I think I would lean Lamb. I think you're going to lead Nico on the next one too. Nico and a first or Gibbs. I'll take Nico. Yeah, I. I'd probably still keep games. I was I, just really I, wondering where his price point was. I I I mean, here Gibbs in two seconds or CD Lamb. See that way, I take CD. Yep. yep. Gibbs in a second or Kyler Murray. Kyler, dude, I can't believe Kyler's coming back so soon. I I know you were one hundred percent right about that, and I just I'm still pretty shocked that it's happening. Oh. Well, I mean, knock on wood. Uh, He's gonna play one snap, and they're gonna be like, "Ah, get, yeah, we're get, good. Get Dobbs back in. <laughs> get him back in. What is going on here?" All right. Uh, let's. See. We talked about. What about some Minshew pivot ideas? I, I've been getting some offers to receive him. I've tried to send offers out. Minshew or a third? I guess I'll take Minshew. I would just stick with Minshew. <laughs> What 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 is go? What leagues are these in? I, I don't know, but there is no way Gardner Minshew plus a third will get you Dak. There is just no possible way that's a thing. Listen, if you're listening with your children around earmuffs, what the actual fuck is this? What is this? Speaking of Dak, I saw the funniest gif. It had Caleb Williams turning into Dak when he plays top twenty-five teams. <laughs> I was dying. It was so funny. I, I'm I'm liking those videos, those little gifs. You said gif. I say gifs. We yep. all know that. Uh, TJ posted one of Brock Purdy, but it, it like transitions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Minshew for a 26 second. I think that's reasonable. I will move my 26 second. Yep. And that's 14 teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even faster than. Yeah, I, th- I think Minshew is a, a good plug and play option, like we talked about. If you had some injuries, and there are some, uh, let's see. It seems like a second is kind of a pretty close point there. Yeah. Matt Collins in a third. Seeing a lot of thirds. If you need a quarterback, yeah. fire out a third and see if it gets it done. <laughs> One's a twenty-five third. Yeah, yeah I'll do I, that. I don't know. We talked about Ford a lot. What about Rashid Rice? 
Ooh, I like that. He he is so frustrated. Like I was not in on him at all. So this Thanks. isn't like yeah. like oh, get my guy on the field. He is demanding a target on over thirty five percent of his routes. Mm-hmm. He is by far right now their best wide receiver. Yes, I don't understand why he's not seeing the field more often. Then they go trade for Michael Hardman. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know, but. Rasheed Rice and Michael Wilson, a 25-second, 25-fourth. See, for me, I don't know if I could even pay that much for him right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Just because I do think he's the best wide receiver on the Chiefs. It's just the Chiefs are so weird with their wide receivers that I have a really hard time paying a second. Michael Wilson's been a pretty good player so far. And then the fourth is whatever. But if I could do just a mid-second, then I would do it. Or the Damian Pierce for Rice in a third. I would do that because I don't think Pierce, I don't even know if he's the starter anymore because Singletary played a lot over him. He did, and he, he did not look horrendous, and I'm enjoying my Devin Singletary handcuffs on the bench Sorry. right now because he still isn't really doing much. But <laughs> it's, you know, uh, would you trade? Let's stick with them. Let's keep picking them. Would you trade your Quentin Johnston for Rasheed Rice? No. No, give me, give, can I get a second on top of that or no? Do you know that's not, no no. possible way? Yeah, I couldn't do it still. Yeah. I'll be stubborn for a little while longer. Can I get Roshan? No. Oh. No. I still think this is still a perfect buy window for Roshan. Oh, I love Roshan. I don't, did I say on the podcast? I'm not sure if we canceled the episode or not. My trade that I tried to do in every league I had Miles Sanders was Miles Sanders straight up for Roshan Johnson. Oh, you know what it was? It was, uh, it was a team review. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, right. we wrote it down in the, uh, in the, the written version of the pivot point last week. Um, it, did you guys, I mean, I know Greg's going to win in the chat now, but I'm, I'm talking to you, Greg. I'm talking right. to anybody that's listening after the fact. Was that written version beneficial to anybody? Just let us know um, outside of who was that for? Was that for Jarwin? Yeah, it was. Yep. So, you know, if, if you guys like that, that's easy for us to put together and jot mm-hmm. down because we can kind of do it. I can do it while I'm in the office. Mitch can you know, freaking do it on his phone where we don't necessarily have to be on on video. And mm-hmm. like I said, with schedules, things, you know, they get tight. Uh, Ron, some of us can't read. <laughs> Wait, should we? We should start to do audio books, audio versions. There we go. We could mispronounce everybody's names. It'd be awesome. Jonas Smith. <laughs> All right. Well, Greg read it. He liked it. All right. Well, I mean, no, no London game today. Back to the basics. Back to the regular schedule. I'll be having Red Zone up, pulling the other TV at four o'clock for the Steelers. My my sister's out there for the game in L.A. Oh, that's uh, so cool, dude. They they had a, an event. Like those of you that don't know, she's doing marketing for the Steelers. So she went out Wednesday and comes back tomorrow. Uh, awesome. But they did like this whole event at a bar. Uh, Ten bars, actually. Joe Hayden was there. She shared a funny story that I, I, I won't say on the air. Uh, not, not. Yeah, you're good. Crazy or anything. But uh it was a funny story. Uh, let's see, Greg. It was longer than one sentence, so Ron lost interest. <laughs> wow. I mean, don't be rude to our friend Ron, please. All right, Mitch, anything else? 
No, I think that covers a lot of it this morning. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys in the chat. I got to go through. Hopefully, there aren't any crazy late inactives, and no, and we can get some wins this week. So, and, and if you're tanking, get those bad losses. Let, let's leave. <laughs> Should let's, be pretty easy this week to not have points on your roster. I, I think we're gonna see some really low scoring games. I think so too. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you in the chat. Thanks for listening. See you later.